You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash Film School. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. Shot independently at the side of Viking settlements in Newfoundland, the film Severed Ways follows two Norsemen stranded when their expedition is attacked and they're left for dead in the 11th century. With us today is Tony Stone, the director of Severed Ways, which will have its world premiere Friday, June 22nd at Film Independence Los Angeles Film Festival. Tony Stone, welcome to Film School. Uh, thank you. Thank uh, you. How are you doing today? Did we get you in New York? Yeah, I'm still in New York. What's it like there today? Are you having a good time? Uh, let's see. It's hot and humid, yeah. <laughs> and there's uh, construction all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That, so that sounds uh, like New York. It's loud and annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting out there. Are you, are you from that area? Yes, actually. I'm from uh, downtown, yeah. Really? Yeah. So going up to Newfoundland wasn't as, as far as coming from Southern California. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you... we sort of we went from Vermont to Newfoundland, oh. so that made an easy drive, yeah. Did you do any shooting in Vermont for this film? Uh, most of it was shot in Vermont, in oh. Southern Vermont, about 95% of it. It was actually shot on my father's land there. He uh, purchased in the 60s, so it was sort of an old abandoned hippie house that... Oh. Uh, <laughs> Hasn't changed in the, 30 years. The one you burned down in the film, right? Yeah, no, not that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gee, Dad, I, I'm sorry, but we, we really had to burn the <laughs> yeah, it torture. It, it worked. How were you inspired to write a film about Norsemen up in that area and, and go to a Viking settlement and, and shoot this? I mean, I guess it started when I was a kid. I was always obsessed with Vikings, you know, I guess like most kids. I sort of, most of it is shot in Vermont, you know, and so uh-huh. it's sort of about the discovery of America, of course, more than Newfoundland, which is not the mainland. It's sort of a forgotten part of history, and there's basically been very few movies about it, which I was always shocked. I mean, there was so yeah. many Viking movies, but none of them were actually Vikings in America, or very few, and the ones that were were so bad. So I sort of felt like it was a void in cinema, you know, that I sort of wanted to grapple yeah. with because it was such an interesting topic. But I guess recently there was just a, a movie out about the Norse Discovery of America, Pathfinder. I don't know if you guys saw that. No. It's sort of funny that the topic is, is here again. Yeah. I was always amazed by the, the possibilities with history, of course, and what if the Vikings had been more successful in their settling and exploring America, how different this country would look yeah. today. So it's sort of the possibilities of and how fragile history was has always fascinated me. And, you know, the Vikings had settled America, you know, they had built houses in Newfoundland, a settlement, and then explored south. And it was just always, you know, what if, what if that had happened earlier when, you know, when they were more powerful or Christianity was beginning to enter the picture then, if it was before they were, Christian, you know, starting to become Christian, which dissolved the Viking. You know, I mean, so if it happened 50 years earlier or things had just turned out differently, you know, what this country would have looked like. Is the film itself based on an actual incident or is this something that uh, it's you... It's based off the Vinland Saga. So there's okay. a scrolling text in the beginning that's yeah. from the Vinland Sagas. Okay. That places you in America, and that's, you know, so all that stuff in the beginning is actually from true, uh, a true text. We're speaking yeah. with Tony Stone, and the film is Severed Ways, Norse Discovery of America. What was it, that, what was the spark that said, now I have to tell this, other than there just weren't any films about this kind of, right. uh, uh, there's some particular event, you said, oh, you know, I'm going to throw, I'm going to, I'm going to write that script. Well, listening to some black metal and heavy metal music, yeah. I guess, are influenced yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. you know, those sort of visuals, <laughs> you can't help but you know, yeah. come to you. 
That was definitely something that spawned it. And I mean, just sort of, it's more about primitive man, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I felt like, you know, I love the Vikings as a primitive man. And, you know, so that's such an interesting idea to me in films I loved, like Quest for Fire and, yeah. and, and films like that. And other films like Aguirre, The Wrath of God. You know, and I, I know the woods so well. It's a place I spent so much of my childhood in. So I was also looking for a movie that I could set in Vermont as well, you know, and use right. my resources, you know, because this film was made for nothing, basically, my friends over, I don't know, three years or something, just shooting different falls, waiting for the season and stuff every year. So I just was sort of looking at, you yeah, know, yeah. What, what was around me and, you know, and just suddenly, okay. you know, it came to me. <laughs> yeah. I want to ask you about the camera work um, okay. in this film, because it really is excellent camera work uh, uh-huh. you you were talking about a chase scene mike right yeah yeah there, there's a lot of close-ups on uh is it is that you i'm not sure which viking it was i'm the blonde guy yeah, okay you're the blonde yeah. guy very good there's a close-up of the face and the camera's moving along yeah it's, it's, you're in pursuit at one point or moving fast it looks like maybe you've removed some frames from the footage am yeah. i seeing that right Oh, you're talking about maybe the high shutter speed. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Oh, okay, is that what you're doing? Is a high yeah. shutter speed? No, so it's sort of high shutter speed to get that crazy Christmas, Christmas yeah. in the grass and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's sort of the beginning where right. you know things are sort of on edge and you know, the Vikings have just been stranded, so everything is sort of very harsh and for them and you know, and it sort uh-huh. of uh, adds to um, use it for tension, I guess. Yeah, I'll so, say. Yeah. That that was a really nice effect when you were focused that close. It gave it kind of a herky jerky look. Did you intend to do that, or just kind of discover that? No, no, definitely intended. I mean, yeah. you know, the different scenes would dictate the high shutter speed, and you know, it was something about you know shot on mini DV. So the uh-huh. high shutter speed really it really enhanced the quality of a yeah. low quality image too. You know, to get that crispness in nature and things moving, and just to get those details that if you're moving with the camera, usually you'll get that motion blur, so yeah. you won't be in the environment as much. Uh-huh. Um, and that was always really important me to place you in the environment as much as possible because that's all it is the whole backdrop obviously is the woods and the woods is one is the main character of the whole film so okay. that was sort of the rule of fun is to put you in there as much as possible you know? well, and anyone who's ever spent any time in sort of a cold weather climate and in the forest at all you did a terrific job of conveying that uh-huh, sensibility yeah. of, of all of it you're sort of jerked into this story by virtue of what you did with the camera work and the, and you have that sense of isolation with these guys who realize that they're basically on their own. Uh, without giving too much of the story away, there's an incident which occurs between the Norris and an indigenous tribe that essentially sets off a chain of, of violent acts that uh, strand these two guys mm-hmm. in, in this part of the world, and they now have to find their way. Some beautiful shots there, too. First of all, you know, the handheld stuff at the beginning, and I think, I think you bring it back through the film later. There's some nice shots of just even... The rocks around there, they, and I know this sounds silly to talk about the rocks, but but there's a real nice visual intensity yeah. going on. That that uh, have you taken drugs? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you're digging the rocks because I love the rocks. You know, it's, like, <laughs> no, it's a West Coast film too. I'm so glad you guys made it. <laughs> there's an underlying tension here, which you you also explore. Not only are the Norsemen essentially faced with an indigenous population it's obviously um they're trying to deal with but this religious tension yeah. within the film that uh i would not have known about until, unless i'd seen this movie between christians and the the philosophy of the norsemen the film has everything a viking film should have but told differently in a different context so i sort of you know looked at the you know the viking film and just grabbed funeral pyres raids everything and put it all into this yeah. you know story in america but um i guess it was always you know it was interesting cuz 
that's basically what destroyed the Viking was that was Christianity because it, it didn't really go along with their warrior ethos. So, you know, I felt like that was a major part of it. There was some mythic tales of escaped monks that have fled Iceland. You know, actually monks left Ireland and settled Iceland first to escape the Viking conquest. And then the Vikings showed up around 900 and deforested the whole island in 100 years and re-enslaved this monk population, you know. So there's those sort of mythic tales of monks fleeing to the coast of America. And also just in, in, in America, you know, there are, obviously there must have been stragglers that showed up that yeah. got blown, you know, that she never heard about. Right. And that's sort of what the film is about, these alternative histories that she'd never heard about. So it's sort of this unwitnessed saga in North America yeah. um, with all these different elements that probably did collide. Mm-hmm. But this is where I take sort of liberties and, well, you know, create it, my own, you know, situation. So. Well, and, and you did a nice job with that. The, the, the sort of rage that they demonstrate towards any Christian not only the monk, but there's a situation, in a, another situation in the film where you shot very well, which is the that long well, yeah, shot I gotta ask, was along that, the cliffs. Was that Newfoundland there, the uh, cliff shot with his sister? Yes, the flashback. That's Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah that's all that, and that's so that's Lancel Meadows. You know where the where they've actually unearthed evidence of uh, Norse settlement. Yeah. And then those are the cliffs in the area right around it. You see the houses in the beginning of that flashback, and then you were in the sort of the outskirts of that area. Well, yeah, that was our pilgrimage there. And, you know. Boy, that was, a, that was a long shot, too. Yeah, that was a great yeah. shot, too. Yeah. You pulled back, and they disappeared into the cliffs there. Yeah. That yeah. was real nice. But, the, but you see this encounter between the, the, the sort of ethos, as you say, of the Norsemen and someone converting or a con- convert to Christianity and this kind of a rage, no, really. Not necessarily I mean, a good outcome. You said this took three years, or, you know, you were filming on and off? Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we sort of, uh, I thought I could shoot this whole feature in about two weeks, uh, <laughs> one fall, two <laughs> years ago, and that definitely yeah. didn't yeah. happen. I mean, I sort of called it a backyard epic. Kept going back to the, uh, you know, Vermont to shoot over three different falls, wait for the season and edit yeah. and do other stuff. No, it took a while, you know, yeah. I, uh, you know that blonde hair was... It's dyed and extensions, so there was a lot of hair work, too, that had to go on every yeah. year for myself, you know, which was a great great way to actually uh, make a film, sort mm-hmm. of evolve you know, other filmmakers like Wong Kar Wai, you know, has talked about doing that, and I think it's actually a really interesting way is because you know your material more and more every time you, you go back yeah. there. So it was great for me, and this being my first feature, it was really educational. I thought it was a great way to actually make a film. What were the shots in the film that were some of the first? I just want to in my mind, think of some of the first shots and some of the last shots, because you're talking about a three-year period. You would probably wouldn't notice, but let's say the, ch- the church, a lot of the church, we built the church first uh-huh. the first year, and uh-huh. we burnt that down. That uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was gone the second year. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, the second year was also like the wigwam, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second year, the, the opening, you know, it's, it goes back and forth. It's okay. all over the place. But it's just, uh, you know, trying to get your friends of the woods, you only have so much time, and had to, had to draw things out. So, so so when you started this in this two-week endeavor, how, yeah. how long into the the filming did you realize? No, there's no way I can do this the way I want to do this. Was this an almost a, a, a first day epiphany that you weren't going to be able to do this in two weeks? No, not until the end, and I realized <laughs> I hadn't shot much. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I got about halfway. You know, and then we did we shot most of most of it the second year, and then yeah. went back for like a week the third year. You okay. know, it's that kind of thing. And then you know, but outside to wait for the seasons. You know, yeah. there's that snow scene, so that was shot winter the second year. It was great. You know, with these mini DV cameras and everything. You know, you can go back and forth and and grab shots. I also edited it in Vermont too, it was off the grid, which was a funny funny way to edit. <laughs> well, I, I, days, I wanted to talk know. about that. Um, yeah, I was in the location by myself, and I always felt like I could go out and shoot more too. Sometimes I would. I would shoot some nature detail. 
Hotel or whatever, or, you know, that salamander shot, which is one of the last mm-hmm. shots of the film, you uh, know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you actually were in the woods as you, uh, you I assume you had your, your laptop, Apple, working on I had final. a whole tower, G5 tower, yeah. <laughs> You took a G5 tower? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. With yeah. a very long extension cord and, and, and <laughs> exactly. hanging, hanging yeah. out in the woods. Yeah. No, it's completely up, you know, it's, it's in the middle of, of nowhere, so it's actually a great place to work because mm-hmm. there's no distractions or internet or anything. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're speaking with oh, yeah. Tony Stone, the director of Severed Ways, the North Discovery of America. You're, you're playing the festival circuit with Severed Ways. Yeah. Uh, uh, L.A., you've been, have you been to other film festivals? What's the like premiere uh, in L.A., right? Yeah, oh, it's, it's the premiere. Yeah, yeah. so it's, you know, it's, I'm excited. It's, you know, it's been so insular, so it's my first time to go out into the public and see what they think of this. So. Yeah. Are you nervous? Uh, a little nervous, yeah. yeah, sure. More excited than anything else. Yeah, good. Good for yeah. you. Good. You yeah. should be. It's a, it's, it's a real nice film, and I'm really impressed. you got a three-year project that you think you're going to finish in two weeks, <laughs> and, and the whole thing really looks cohesive. It looks, yeah. you know, it has good flow all the way through it. I yeah. wasn't thinking, uh, you know, this is this was all piecemeal. It, it looks good together. Oh, good. Thanks. Thanks. Are we out looking for uh, the distributor? The you know the proverbial we've got to find a distributor. Or do you have something lined up? No, we're looking. We're okay. looking. We'll so, so hopefully, so you L.A. and then hopefully some other film festivals. Or are you moving forward with that in that route? Or seems yeah, like, we're figuring that out right now. Yeah, so we'll we'll see where where that goes. And you know, especially after L.A., I guess we'll know. Good luck, and I, I'm I'm sure that uh, there's going to be a lot of interest in the film. There's a raging controversy here because I really like some of the subtitles that you have in the oh, film. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I like the the fish is really killer. Yeah, good. Yeah, good, I good. you know Mike Mike had a hard time getting used to the fact that Norsemen might be talking like that, and yeah. I was saying right. they're more likely to talk like that than like you. you yeah, know? well, and, exactly. Yeah. You know, and it's also only there's five minutes of dialogue in the whole thing. Yeah, too. but you know, it's just, for me, I was a more accurate translation than you know, sort of the stiff Hollywood yeah. English Spirit. accent, whatever, yeah. you know, uh, semi-period talk that goes yeah. on in most period pieces that's yeah. so insane, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I felt like they had their own vernacular. So to me, it was like, you know, this is the vernacular translation of, of what they were saying, you yeah. know? And more of their attitude, too. There you are on these expeditions. It was sort of, uh, you know, scary, but maybe a party as well. And that type of person still exists today. And, you know, the types of people aren't different than they were, you know, thousand years ago and, and now so you know that was sort of my point with that you exactly know. yeah yeah we're, no. we're toast if we stay here yeah, I I'm, yeah. That, yeah. I'm, I'm watching the screener and i'm think and i'm reading it and i'm thinking did i just read that yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> I, I know it's, it's wonderful that's yeah. what i did too I, did i see toast yeah so, so, so yeah. Sure, well it, it, and again let, let's once again uh, remind our listeners that we're speaking with tony stone the film is severed ways the north discovery of america uh, these two guys, do we do we have any sense that they were friends before this sort of they were thrown together or they were just part of this expedition? They seem to not you want to get w- into the personality. No, they seem to not want. Well, I want to know a little bit about sort of the character <laughs> the story on the back story yeah. because they 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 seem to want to have as little to do with one another as they can. And I don't know if this is just sort of a, a oh. an ethos, as you say, of the of the Viking or the Norseman. Am I reading that correctly? Yeah, no, you are. I yeah. mean, it's two guys that, you know, get stuck together. They get yeah. assigned to go inland and see what's in the interior. They're, you know, just part of their the expedition. They're not necessarily friends. But when it's just two people stuck in the woods, they're going to yeah. make small talk and <laughs> Yeah, try to make the best. And then they make this decision. Are we going to go? For, essentially, are we going to go yeah. for it? Are we going to try and work our way back to a point where, where there's some hope that we can get picked up and yeah. they they decide yeah that's what we 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 need to do now that. you're giving it away mike oh well i'm sorry i'm did just I, teasing did, i'm did, teasing did I give away too much no no you, all right i'm just i'm just going on 
Are you a heathen? Am I a heathen? Yeah. Uh, I, sure, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> it's heathen films yeah, present. Why not? So I think you <laughs> Are you guys? Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I go close to being yeah. more heathen. Nate than, did much yeah. more than me. I'm, I'm much more reserved. I'm much more uh, puritanical in, 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 than, uh, than me. But uh, <laughs> are you now, are you, are you working on something else? Is something in the uh, in, Yeah, in the I am. I'm, tr- I'm finishing a, a film right now. It's a fantasy rock psychedelic short. Wow. And, uh, and this is shot on HD. So it's, it's a little different. It's more... Uh, fantasy realm than the sort of semi-realist Viking experience. So you, 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 <laughs> wow. But, um, yeah, so, you, you know, anyway, trying to finish that up in the next month and then do the festivals with that, too. So. Terrific. So it's a short film, you said? Yeah, three different time periods, time travel, modern day. It opens up, actually, with a 1957 Chevy Viking crashing into a 1991 brown plastic Ford Taurus. So it starts <laughs> the bank. So there's, there's Vikings t- sort of come back into that, but a very different way. Very good. Well, yeah. I, I'm seeing it. I don't know if this is a new trend or if it's something I've just stumbled across, but you're seeing a lot of filmmakers make short films. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, as a way of I don't showcase something they want to, the Quay Brothers. Is there is there a are, bigger market for them out yeah, there now? Are people there, yeah. looking for them, or or you just decide you want to do a short film? Um, well, it's going to be tied in. Actually, it's you know it's a whole movie scored, so it's sort of a musical experience, sort of inspired by Live at Pompeii. You know, um, so it's actually for uh, the musician Melissa Altemauer. So it's sort of going to be mm-hmm. a rock piece. You know, right. so that's completely scored. So there'd be live music. You know, I mean, a whole single cohesive score of the whole thing. So you know, so ideally, it would also be performance background as well as a film and you know so anyway, there's all different pieces to it but it's sort of uh it's a rock fantasy film experience i guess you'd call it okay great. well great yeah. tony stone thank you very much for coming on film school oh, the film the, the film is severed ways the north discovery of america it'll be at the los angeles film festival at june 22nd june 22nd uh-huh. friday and uh, also uh, playing again on monday monday yeah the so, following monday so you can catch it at two different uh, times yeah have fun in la Okay, thank you. And thanks for coming on on Film School. Thank you. Okay, it was fun. Thanks. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash Film School.